Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Welcome to the Transform You Life Show, bringing you the best holistic teachings and experiences around the world. Tailored for solopreneurs and burned out professionals. So get ready to make real life and business transformation with your host, Marcus Moore. TLB Digital Broadcast. The number one hit music station. TransformUBroadcast.com. One station. Milwaukee, Wisconsin. This is the Transform You Live show on WTLB Digital Broadcast. Uh, hello, my people, my people. Welcome back to another amazing and fabulous, phenomenal show. This is your host, Marcus Hart, uh, a.k.a. DJ Potential, too, for those who know me on the radio show. Uh, so uh, we're going to be getting down to business here today. I got one of my fellow military uh, buddies, and he's doing much more than that. Uh, he is Marine, ex-Marine, too, by the way. Uh, he has degrees in music and acting. Uh, he's the steampunk prince of pop. Has formed the rigor of his formal training with his electric life experience. As I mentioned, he is a Marine veteran, actor, musician, college football player, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, uh, to create pausing, energetic, yet intimate, direct flow. You know, he's going to tell you much, much more. Uh, so without further ado, let's hear from Bishop Battle. So, Bishop. How you, how you doing, Marcus? Thanks for I'm having me. I appreciate good. it. It's, a, it's such a pleasure to have you, my friend. Uh, so tell us all about what you got going on. I, I read a little bit of Run Lighter of, like, you know, you know, available to me, man. You know, uh, mm-hmm. there's so much more. It's all packed in, like, man, you know, I, <laughs> an actor, musician, you know, like, um, degrees. Like, dude, you, 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 you know, all in one package. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to do as much as I can with what I've been given. You know, I'm very grateful for the, uh, for the blessings I have. And I uh, just want to use the most of my life as I can. So thank you. Yes, yeah, I'm very humbled to have you here before me, brother. And um, you know, so think, thinking back on you know where you where you started, and mm-hmm. um, and where you are now, um, what where you know where did where did where did it you know uh, first start, start you know like if you if you think back to where it first started at you know um, uh, what was the biggest motivator you know. So what, what got you into, you know, um, the first, first beginning? Well, I guess uh, if we're talking about music, uh, the very first thing I remember was actually when I was eight years old, there was a Chicago song on the radio. It was a Christmas party. It was Look Away, you know, Look Away by Chicago. So yeah. it was on the radio, and I'm, I'm standing in the living room, and I start just singing the song, and I get a little bit louder, a little bit louder. And before I know it, I'm still singing the song and everybody's quiet, just staring at me. And uh, that's when I realized I, I like this. You know, this is this is fun. I enjoyed entertaining. I was always, you know, taking my, you know, uh, whatever I could find to try to put on a little show or something. 
So I always loved music. I never thought it was something I could do, you know, any more than acting was. Um, but that's that's the first memory I have, you know, of, of thinking that I loved music. I always loved listening to it. I loved how I connected with it, like it does most people. Usually there's a song that speaks to you. And I always thought to myself, I would love to create something that makes somebody else feel like, you know, this song is make me feel. Absolutely. Yeah. And I, I'm pretty sure you enjoyed the cadence uh, that we used to have. Oh, <laughs> absolutely. I would volunteer for that all the time. And that was before I became a musician. That was right yeah. out of high school. So I was 17 years in boot camp and then, you know, so on in the Marine Corps. And I, yeah, I was drawn to that as well. I loved calling cadence. It's a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, man. You know, uh, yeah, I remember I was uh, a little bit too uh, over over dramatic about it with the cadences. Yeah, <laughs> yeah got, I've done the same I thing. Called, I called out for a couple of times and had to get in the front lean and rest positions. So. <laughs> yeah, so so yeah, so like how how did uh, this 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 transition over into acting you know uh, come about? You know, so you you had a little short short getting in acting for a while. I have, a, I have a great story for that, actually. So um, I had a buddy at the time. He was a music major at a small community college where I grew up. Right. And they had not had a theatrical program in some years. And he said, hey, they've got seven scholarships. They're, they're awarding. You just have to audition for it. So I thought, that's I can't believe that I may have the opportunity to get formal training in acting. So I put on every piece of kit I had, like, you know, my Marine Corps your flag jacket, helmet, everything. Yeah. And I went to my audition. I did the opening scene from Patton, you know, from the movie Patton. Oh, yeah. So I did that, and I sang a little Garth Brooks song that I knew a little bit of. I didn't have any training at the time, but I just decided to give it a shot. So I walked out, and that was that. I eventually did get the scholarship, but I found out years later that one of the board uh, panel members, uh, Carolyn Wilson, she was a, a piano uh, professor there, she leaned over to uh, to Joan, who was a director, and asked, do you think he's dangerous? <laughs> <laughs> but I had a great time there. Um, I, you know, I got lucky. A lot of people start college, and they don't know what they, what they want to do, or they change their majors. But I fell in love with the theater immediately. I loved acting, and uh, then got into music. So I had my tuition paid for, but I needed a way to pay for my book. So I, uh, I joined the show choir and uh, became a music major. and. Um, and just, just ate it up. And uh, music, by the way, is a lot of fun. But as a discipline, it will make you cry. I don't know if anything has put me in tears like my voice lessons. Um, right. <laughs> it's very, very tough. But uh, it's a labor of love. So that, that's how I kind of started taking it a little bit more seriously. I started writing songs. Uh, thankfully, I started to learn how to do that. You know, learning keyboard harmony, music theory. So transitioning a little bit of the art to the science, and uh, I was surrounded by such talented people to the left and right of me. To this day, you know, wow, just blown away by the talent of the people I went to college with and um, just trying to keep up with them and uh, just, just do the best I can and learn from them as much as I can, you know. Exactly. So, like, um, you know, you you have, like, more of, like, a, a dark electronic edge, you know, uh, a style of uh, music that's, you know, like, quite modern you know in a sense and like you know okay. it's, it, it's it's more more free you know and um you know and, and kind of touches on like uh, like like more avant-garde you know kind of style you know like yeah. um you know how, how how did you develop that like you know like uh you know what 
what other other uh, styles of music was it, uh, any other styles of music outside of that that influenced influences uh, this 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 um, all it? You know, my first love was rock music. I love rock music, uh, especially the '80s stuff. I loved Foreigner, and uh, even you know, like the Bon Jovi stuff, and um, some drawing a blank on some others. But just about any music from the '80s. But what astounded me so much from that time period was you had a sort of carryover from the very arena rock '70s. Queen, love Queen, yeah, Queen, right? ACDC, ACDC, yeah. yeah. So, but you take us take a band like Queen, for example, they they had this big anthem rock sound, but they were incorporating instruments. Others weren't like piano. You didn't hear that often, like in Bohemian right. Rhapsody. Yeah. So transition to the eighties, they weren't really a part of uh, some of the more synthesizer based music, but, uh, but I loved those sounds, but I always thought, well, how do I take something like that that influences me and sort of bring that to something new, something fresh. And it's astounding now. We're so fortunate. We have access to so many tools to manipulate yeah. sound and to produce it in such a way that's as clear as the way you heard it in your head. But really, my biggest influence by far is Radiohead. I'm a huge Radiohead fan. That's cool. <laughs> I, I uh, rode around with a buddy of mine, you know, uh, right about the time I was starting college, and I listened to OK Computer, which was their second Grammy-winning album. And just couldn't get over how uh, diverse these sounds were for each song. It wasn't just a, a guitar and drums and bass and the vocals. They were able to meld so many different sounds um, using tools, not just saying, I'm going to stick with a guitar. Just They were being experimental, but the same way appealed to the uh, sort of orchestral, orchestral build that I prefer along with this, this driving rock sound. Um, I had sang in rock bands before, and I loved doing it, and I would do it again. But it seemed like yeah. it just never could come to fruition, uh, trying to get things across the goal line. So I decided to take matters in my own hands and decided, let me give this solo thing a shot. And it started with a beat. And then before you know it, I'm, um, I'm finding the sounds that I like, you know, where I'm listening to my stuff and thinking, hey, this is actually sounding like I intended it to. Right. And um, and just excited to share that. So uh, I'm constantly working on stuff, and uh, that's how it came to be. Rock music, and then uh, after that, it was like Beethoven and uh, Mozart stuff. I was learning from the classical period into the romantic yeah. period of music, um, using the science behind music, but influencing it with feeling. And uh, that's what I try to do. So that's where uh, what I have and the sound I have originates from. Those are my influences. And I'm still to this day listening to all sorts of stuff to try to find how others are doing it and sounds I may hear that I like and um, trying to be open-minded to different genres and where I can learn. That's, that's pretty cool, man. You know, I, I really admire that about you. You know, like um, it, it really, you know, it really, it really, uh, what I notice is that like, you know, uh, it's like you take in a, a lot of um, the structure behind music, you know, the formality uh, that like they they try to you know teach and preach to you like while while you in college, uh, yeah. and and then you know still at the same time like hey you know at the same time still an individual you know and then you find that that perfect flow you know thank you you know, you know that um it, it, am I am I am I mistaken or, no not at all but no, I love that so, thank you yeah, yeah appreciate so, it so like uh when you when you're actually you know in your uh, in your creative process. Uh, you know, it, it, does it, does it, you know, um, are you like actually like, you know, um, in your head 
actually in your head like uh and then you actually just go right to work or or is it or is it like you know are you more of um you know you just you 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 work with your hands and you go you know what it uh most of my songs come to me usually in my dreams or when i wake up oh that's cool man tell us more Rarely, about that <laughs> well it's it's frustrating because i i don't have one song yeah i have done from my dreams that sounds anywhere near as good as it did when i heard it originally <laughs> yeah man you know I, you know I, I didn't wrote books like that <laughs> yeah you have yeah. yeah did you have the same frustration where you couldn't figure yeah. out like why is it not turning exactly the way can't even remember most of Can't it. Remember. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Sounds so beautiful at the time, and it ends up sounding nothing like that. You know. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, but in the end, I'm grateful for those inspirations. But other than that, um, sound sounds are one thing. You know, hearing something in your head is one thing, but you need, then you need to attach it to an emotion. That's what I prefer to do. And usually, I'll hear something that'll make me feel a certain way, and that's the key to the dreams I have. Is um, I'll feel a certain way, and I think, how can, how can I relate that to, to something, you know, that I can actually tan- tangibly explain? You know, maybe not. Maybe I can't explain it, but I need a way to be able to tell that story, not just instrumentally, vocally, dynamically, try as futilely as I can to get that feeling across in my music. Exactly. And um, it's uh, it's a challenge, you know. But uh, I usually attach that to either experiences I've had, experiences I've witnessed, maybe even imaginary things. But uh, it's funny; the easiest songs to write are those about pain. I don't know why yeah. it is, but don't we all love to hear a song that makes us hurt a little bit? And um, I've always felt that way. Usually, if you hear a song that touches you, you're reminded of something you felt, either something you would love to feel again. Or, uh, or, or something you've never felt before that you want to experience. So uh, I think that's what drives me emotionally the most. I'm really the most in touch with those things. I usually get it from people I've known or loved. I've loved a lot of people, you know, and lost some. Yeah. And uh, it's, it's incredible. People, you know, really feed your emotion in a lot of ways and the experiences you've shared with those people. And has that been um, quite a bit of a, a therapy for you in, in a way too? You know, so like uh, over these years, have you know have have that like you know like uh, kind of repaired you, and you know maybe matured you you know to you know to to bring you where you at? I would say as much as there is development in character and in who you are, that does reflect in music. Um, so I would absolutely say it does. The first things I had written, I'm still retouching stuff I wrote 20 years ago, you know, when I was first learning how to, what music was. And uh, I would say definitely what I'm writing now, the, the music I'm making and how I'm producing it, my approach has definitely matured as I have adapted and grown and matured. And I would definitely say there is a process to that as well. So, yeah, yeah, for sure. And I will continue to adapt and I will continue to grow. And that's the idea. I don't want my stuff to sound the same in 10, 15 years yeah. as it does now. I want to be able to grow. And as we grow as people and mature, I want my music to grow as well. Yeah, I mean, and, and it's the same process with acting too, you know, like... Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, and and, and it's, it's, it's so amazing, like how, you know, how intertwined the two is, like, you know, um, same with writing, you know, and um, poetry, you know, so mm-hmm. like, it's, it, it, you know, it, and it is a bit of a, you know, um, uh, therapy, you know, so, you know, so like, uh, you know, like, man, 
um i can't wait to hear more of your music man so like um, thank you so, like, so I can't yeah. wait to make more. <laughs> <laughs> so, so yeah, so you know, you you really in touch with you, you know, with what you're doing, and you know, so like, uh, uh, you you have you have a you definitely have a beautiful story to tell. Um, Thank definitely. you. Definitely. So like, uh, um, so maybe you know, like, the importance of uh, journey, you know, being that like we we we're pretty much talking about growth. Um, um <laughs> how 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 important is that in in the in the uh, uh i guess in the career of uh, of an artist and um and, and maybe you know maybe just your thoughts on that i think the experiences that we have through life and especially if you're subjecting yourself to more of them it gives you more experience and almost like an artist a kindergartner is going to paint with five colors right and yeah. as you get as you get more refined, you know, that person grows, they're going to understand there's other colors and just the primary colors, for example, they're going to start to build that palette. And I think music is no different and also an experience. Um, So I don't see my, my, my journey be any different. And it's, and it's funny, like I seem like I do a lot, but uh, nothing really comes easy to me. There's always challenges and um, take like this, for example, I've got this, everybody looks at this scar on my neck, you know, and, it's like, I wonder what happened. Well, you know, it's, it's from a surgery, <laughs> yeah. you know, it's, yeah. it's not like, I, I like to tell people you should see the other guy, you know, like, I, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it's, it's, it's a tough one. I'll talk about that. You know, but, um, so, but it's not like yeah. that. So I, I had, uh, I was, I was singing for a rock band uh, called continue a few years ago. And right. I noticed I started having issues with, um, I started losing my range, started losing like the clarity in my voice. It's really frustrating. So having a frog in your voice the entire time. Right. So I saw, thankfully I'm in Cincinnati, a great team of, of, of voice doctors here, including, uh, you know, current uh, performers who are doctors who specialize in vocal performance. Mm. So I found out I had a collapsed vocal cord. Could have happened years ago, but uh, it eventually had caused the vocal cords to, to separate. So I had to have this surgery done, you know, while I was awake. If I, it was either do this or I'm done. And if they mm-hmm. do this, they inserted uh, something in there to bring things close together. I may not be able to sing again anyway. So it's like, well, I guess I'll roll the dice and take a chance. So um, yeah. that was uh, two years ago this winter, and I was awake for it, which is a really interesting experience, feeling air in places there shouldn't be air. Wow. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, again, it was – it's a matter of how bad did I really want to do this. And um, it seems everything in my life has been that way. And you could really be upset with the challenges and the obstacles that we're faced with. But I don't think I would be who I am if, if I didn't have those challenges to face and overcome. And I'm very grateful for those experiences and that uh, God's yeah. allowed me the strength to, to push forward. So that's what I do. And I just ask for help and do the best I can with what I have, you know. Yeah, man, and um, you know, I, it, you you got like you know the experience that like um the life experience that has prepared you for it. You know, definitely, you know, you you definitely um it seems like you draw a lot um from that as well as just like you know the um the power of optimism and hope and faith. Um, yeah. You know, and um, you know, like um, it, 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 it's you know it, you know like um. Is spirituality a big part of like your your routine? Um, 
in, in, in a way, you know, uh, not necessarily just the, the, you know, the, the, you know, the, the, the average, you know, you know, but just, you know, you, it's very, you're very conscious of it, you know, you know. Well, I believe I'm made for a purpose. And, uh, like I told you before, I just want to do as much with what I was given and to whom much is given, much is expected. So, uh, Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Is inflation taking a bite out of your grocery budget? Andrews Federal Credit Union is here to help. Introducing our Inflation Buster Share Certificate with 5% APY for seven months now through December 14th. Bring your money to Andrews Federal Credit Union today. The Inflation Buster account must be open with new money. Andrews Federal Credit Union membership is not just for the military. We also serve the community. Visit andrewsfcu.org. Federally insured by NCUA. Membership eligibility required. APY equals annual percentage yield. Must have $1,000 minimum balance to earn advertised APY. I just want to use everything I have, and and it is important to me, obviously, um, for that for that reason. Um, but yeah, you know, I, uh, I I look to God for all things, and uh, and I ask for His help in all things, and I thank Him for all things I have, and uh, so yeah, it it is important to me, and um, I think it's uh, so I'm I have to be full of something. I might as well be full of something good, yeah. and uh, that's that's what I, that's what I work for. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I I know some people are like, well, his name is Bishop. It gotta be. Uh, <laughs> it's either that or the uh, the alien, you know, yeah. that, that robot from the Alien movie. Yeah. Right. Come on, man. Come on. <laughs> that was uh, no, yeah, it's just a, yeah, it's just a joke there, man. But uh, yeah, yeah, that's good. Yeah, I like that's it, appropriate. Man. Yeah, so you know, I like I like the the theme. Punk uh, Prince of Pop too, like uh, <laughs> the, 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 the did that name come, man? What, what did you get? I that? don't, I don't know. Like it's, uh, I, I, you know, trying to figure out like what my, um, I love the theatrics a lot. I do, <laughs> and I, you know, I'm trying to incorporate that stuff as much as I can. I'm still finding yeah. my way, but if you take, um, it's, I, I love the look. I love the steampunk Venetian look or clock punk. You know, um, yeah. an example would be, did you ever see, you ever play the game Assassin's Creed? Yeah. Yeah, I love that yeah. look, like uh, some of that stuff. So, you know, it's uh, like that. It's it's a branding a branding thing, really, really to try to get gigs, you know, so that's a... <laughs> That's I'm, cool. That's I, cool. I'm just I'm just yeah. me you know but I try to put on a show and uh, right. I enjoy it and when I'm on stage I'm not I'm not entirely like this I just do what I feel like doing and yeah. um, and that I just I enjoy you know I I enjoy the the look of the steampunk thing and I've got this jacket that works and it's yeah. a it, again it's more of a <laughs> more of a marketing thing yeah. um, but it's still still fun it's yeah. like a like the ransom. The ransom's my latest single. Um, I'll be sending that to you if you don't have it already. But it's uh, it's a story in of itself, and I wanted to create um, a series, if you will, over time. So this one's part one, 
And the, the, the story, like I tried to tell on stage, I wanted to be theatrical. Well, this one is definitely encompasses that. It's a story of a father and a mother who have lost their daughter, and they get a call mm-hmm. from somebody uh, with a note. As they're reading the note, you realize their daughter has been taken. And they get a call, and it gives them a demand. He already knows he can't meet the demand, but they hang up. So he has one choice. Little do they know he was – that's where the story kind of thickens. You know, the plot thickens. He was somebody else prior to this, uh, to moving to this urban town, and he ends up having to unleash something that uh, he had not done in years uh, to get his daughter back. But it remains to be seen, even the lyrics can be deceiving, whether or not he actually got his daughter back at the end of the song. Oh. You have to wait till the second part to really find out uh, what happened. Man, that's cool. Man, that's dope. <laughs> yeah, man. Like, Oh, I got to come to one of the shows. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that, well, that it's makes... just one song, yeah, but, you know. Yeah, it's... Still. <laughs> yeah, that'd be like, oh, okay, I'll, hey, come back and you gotta, gotta do it. Well, the next track, man. Come on. <laughs> you have to wait. <laughs> yes, that's cool. That's cool, man. That's, that's pretty Thank you. cool. Yeah, so, man. <laughs> you, now you got me wondering, like, what happens? <laughs> well, I've, I've, I've got a buddy who, uh, who I played with before, and he, he always told me he loved concept albums. Yes. And in this day and age, it's uh, the consumerism of everything is so fast. So, right. Um, I try to release stuff, singles, as soon as I can, focus my effort on a single, release a single, promote the single, perform the single, um, move on to the next single. So I'm not really releasing albums. It's, I'm afraid I'd spend like a year working on it, release it, and then about two or three months, you've got some you know, people listening to your stuff, but then you've got nothing else to feed them. Right. And it's just, I'm, I'm just trying to adapt to, to the times. And there's, what, like 200, 400,000 songs released on Spotify every day. Yeah. So uh, getting lost in that shuffle, uh, all I want in the end is just somebody to listen to my stuff, you know? <laughs> so uh, this gives me a way to sort of have that concept album feel. If I ever get to do a music uh, video, uh, it'll make the song a little more, um, give a little more context, I guess, with what I explained. You may not gather that from hearing the song. You should get the story, but understanding there's much more to it than just what you hear. I try to convey that instrumentally in the vocal performance and the dynamics, but uh, sometimes you need a visual. So the idea is I want to release these over time and to, to continue the story of the Ransom series. This is just part one. Exactly. So, yeah, speak, speaking of which, man, you know, um, you know, like, I mean, you, you're doing a real good job of like, you know, you know, as, as they it's, it's this it's the cliche saying, stay in your own lane, bro. <laughs> you know, like, you know, like, I mean, you, you're doing a phenomenal job with that, you know, like, um, and like, I mean, and, and that's what's going to like continue to catapult you forward, dude. Like, um, you know, so is, is there any, any advice out, you know, like as we, you know, get close to time here, is it any, any advice you can possibly offer up to, to any, you know, other like artists, artists out there who, you know, um, who are hungry, you know, to just, you know, like make a way uh, into, you know, doing what, what you, what it is you're doing, um, you know, and, and just, you know, who just got the fire for, you know, um, uh, creating great music, you know, um, and, you know, and just still trying to figure this thing out. So. I would say uh, first and foremost, um, Find out what you do great at and build on that 
And you can strengthen your weaknesses through that process. But as you're doing that, rather than trying to find something you want to fit into and say, I want to sound like this, like I never set out to do pop music, even if it's more uh, alternative electronic pop, whatever happened, happened. And maybe in my head, I wanted to sound like something else. I don't, you know, my voice in college, I was not, I didn't sound like anybody else. And I used to, you know, I never fit in in the chorus. And I used to think that was such a bad thing until I heard Radiohead and Tom York sing. And I thought, well, he's super unique. Maybe I can be unique too. I would say whatever it is you're unique at, embrace that uniqueness. And the second thing that you can't teach, unfortunately, is persistence. It just takes a lot of work. And um, like it is a discipline. And you have to treat it like a discipline. And if you truly love it, that discipline and that work will never be work. You may be tired and it may be tough, but you'll love doing it. And I love every step of my of my journey so far, very much so. Yeah, it's like they um like the military teaches us mission for mission focus. Yeah. It's gotta be mission focused, you know. So yep. yeah, that that's that's good advice, brother. You know, um really appreciate you, man. Um you know, go ahead and, you know, uh, do us a favor and just, you know, uh, leave, leave that, um, you know, like, tell us where we can, you know, uh, tell us about any projects you got coming up and um, uh, any, any, anything else uh, important, you know, you want to leave with us, uh, you know, definitely use the opportunity to do, do so now. Well, okay. sure. Yeah, uh, a few things, actually. Uh, I just recently did a surprise Nirvana show, the band Nirvana. I got an opportunity to do... What he wanted was Nirvana songs in my style, which I thought, wow, that's a tough challenge, but I love that. So uh, given that, I performed that, and I'm in the process of uh, recording and uh, releasing a subsequent um, uh, uh, EP, if you will, short uh, short collection of songs from Nirvana, but in my style. Uh, should be coming out soon. I'm looking forward to that. Uh, so it'll be a different take on some of the Nirvana songs you've heard of old. And uh, so... Th- with that, and then my next original is, is another one where it's a little more of a driving song. It's called Underrated. Very anthemic. Uh, plays to a lot of, you know, my love for sports, like a couple of others I've had. So should be a really exciting. Really, it's done well so far live. So I've had a really good time with that. A lot of stomping and clapping. So uh, those are the two big things I'm working on now. The ransom is always in the back burner because that's going to be something now. Now that I've said it's a story, I am always asked about what's the next one, you know, and I've got yeah. stuff in the wings for that. So I try to keep as many irons in the fire as I can. That's what you can expect in the near future. All my music is uh, on Spotify and iTunes. Just simply look up Bishop Battle and you'll find me. And the same thing with social media. It's kind of nice because it goes other than some of the limited bishops whose last name happened to be Battle. I'm not too hard to find. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah, man. You know, and I, I just, I always, you know, I got, I got to find that episode from when you were uh, in uh, Criminal Minds. Oh, Criminal Minds. Yeah, yeah man. I got, I got to <laughs> find that. that. That was one of my favorite shows, dude. <laughs> it, it, well, it is. Uh, I don't remember what season it is. Maybe the second, but I remember. Yeah. I remember the name of the episode is Distressed. Okay. And um, I am the sniper at the end that kills the bad guy, and that was my oh. most fun day. Perfect yes. role for you. <laughs> you I know. Like it. it was so funny. So that was my. Uh, oh man, that, that was the most fun I had. Um, yeah, was was do it was doing that one. But it's a quick shot. But I had a lot of fun doing it. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, man, that's that's cool, dude. I gotta I gotta go. I gotta go check that out. 
Please. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah you, you were in lines for lambs and in the uh-huh. unit. In the unit. Yeah. The unit. Yeah. 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 I liked. I liked that one too. So, what did you do in that one? Do you want? To, hey, I got a great one about that. So okay. uh, I was I was an MP in that, but also okay. uh, Ra- Randy Couture, the UFC fighter. Yeah. Was was also he he was a um, guest star in that one. And I yeah. Just a, yeah. I was just one of one of his like you know underlings or whatever. So uh, so my chair was next to his, so I hung out with him all day. But I didn't know <laughs> who he was. Like I knew the name, but you know, I, did, yeah. I didn't I didn't know I didn't know sitting next to him. This was the Randy Couture. He was so nice. <laughs> and uh, and I rem- I remember he uh, I noticed his ears. I could tell he had wrestled or done some fighting. And somehow oh. I got on. Somebody had just happened to tell me about this show called Was It Joe's versus Pros? Yeah. And he was so humble about it, you know, about him fighting. And I says, it's funny. Somebody told me the story about a, a fighter who uh, they had, they had, they had to, um, they had to fight this professional fighter. And I was like, that would that'd be awful. He's like, yeah, that was me. I was like, oh, <laughs> oh, you're, you're, you're the, oh, and I, re- I realized, you know, because he just was Randy, Randy, Randy. And he says, I'm yeah. Randy Couture. I was like, oh my gosh, you know, but he was so nice and so cool. But I was mildly embarrassed. Actually, I was pretty bad embarrassed that I didn't recognize that's who I was talking to. Uh, super, super nice guy. I, I really enjoyed that. But that was, uh, that was my experience there. Just happened to be – his chair was next to mine. And I got to hang out with Randy Couture all day. It was, that's cool, man. It really, really cool, really. Not like shooting yeah. a sniper rifle in Los Angeles, but that was <laughs> – Yeah. It was, it was a very, very neat yeah. experience. He was a very, very right. cool guy. Yeah. Any chance we'll see you see you back on the on the screen again? Uh, you know, I hope so. No, I do. Uh, I've been yeah. so busy with the music stuff. Uh, yeah. Um, I'm not in LA anymore. I'm in Cincinnati. But yeah, I do. I, I love doing it. I miss it very much. And uh, I'd like to get back into get back into acting for sure. And you never know. Maybe this will be a segue to sort of find me some way in some films here and there. So. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's just a matter of you know, like you know, like it's it's hard to you know like have two two brains you know <laughs> so, yeah, so it, it is yeah, yeah man you know, you know like um you know like um and, and, I, and I love uh the uh there was a uh, uh, comment you made about one of one of the questions <laughs> oh boy <laughs> I, you know i gotta i gotta i gotta uh i gotta eat you up about it uh all right gosh. you know claiming mastery in anything is a bold claim. <laughs> yes well because I mean, uh you know yeah. you asked me like, but I, but I, I love that. I love that. You know, uh, that's you, you're the first one that have answered that. You know, uh, the way I would like it for it to be answered. You know, I, you know, I, I, you know, it's 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 it's, it's kind of a way to see. <laughs> well, let's say, but since we're bringing this out, I, if you don't mind, I want to pull behind the scenes a little bit. So, Marcus mm-hmm. sent me just a couple of high points to sort of think about. What we were going to talk about, and he had mentioned, "Is there anything you've mastered?" And I've responded in the email. I said, "Uh." What, what did I say? You've got it right in front of you. Yeah, claiming mastery in anything is a bold claim. I'm not sure I have mastered anything, but I sure try to. I've mastered, you know, sleeping. Maybe I, I don't know. Not even sure if I've mastered that. But no. I don't. I don't know. I mean, I don't know. Uh, I do so much stuff. Um, yeah. Saying I've mastered anything is is it's ridiculous. I don't know. Many people have mastered anything. Um, but since I've made myself so diverse, I think that in of itself 
if I said I had mastered anything, then it would say a lot about who I am. And that's not the message I want to send, that I am mastering everything is as far from the truth. Yeah, I'm not. Yeah, but, but it just shows a lot about, you know, your humility, you know, how humble you are, man, and like you know, a lot about your soul, man. And, you know, we really appreciate you. That, and that's, the, that's, it, that's why I brought it out, man, you know. Thank you. It was you funny. Know. It's still funny. But. <laughs> I said, I said, that's the first first time I ever got that type of response. And I, I said, I, I have to mention it. You know, I, I love it, man. You know, it's, I said, you know, I said, man, you know, that's that's a real cool person to, you know, to to respond that way. You know, yeah. like, um, you know, it shows a lot about your character, dude. You know. Well, cool. I've never been called cool before, so that's the first time. Yes. Sir. I got a bunch of Marine buddies who would definitely tell you I'm not cool. Okay. <laughs> yeah, but thank you. Yeah. yeah. So. So yeah. So um. Yeah, we, we got your contact information. So, so once you know, so once again, ladies and gentlemen, I'm gonna close out the show, and then I'm gonna, I'm gonna have you hold just briefly. So once again, ladies and gentlemen, we you know we uh, have Bishop Battle. Uh, his you know you can find him on uh, Reverb Nation, of course. Um, in Bandcap, Bandcap is bishopbattle.bandcap.com. That's bishopbattle.bandcap.com. He has a Twitter, uh, Bishop underscore Battle underscore Instagram at the Battle. You know, um, the Bishop Battle. And at uh, Facebook at the Bishop Battle, uh, so make sure you hit them up at all those, uh, including Spotify. Play the Spotify music over and over and over again, please. I'm going to uh, <laughs> add it to my playlist as well, uh, so Thank make you. sure you do the same. And uh, of course, this this is the uh, the, the uh, Transform You Live show. Um, we're going to be putting this on across all of our podcast episodes, including WTLP Digital Broadcast. Uh, so this is your host, Marcus R, aka DJ Potential. Uh, so until next time, many blessings, peace, and lots of love.
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.